Hey, hey, hey. Before we get started, I just want to give a quick shout out. Much love to Anchor.fm. This is a free podcasting platform. They have a drag and drop template in there. They let you cut and split up your podcast episodes. You can have different music. Their music volumes will go up and down all around your voice because they have that smart music enabled. So if you're trying to start your podcast, it is literally the easiest platform to use. And again, it is F-R-E-E. E-E-E, exclamation point, free. So if you're trying to get started in your own podcasting journey, make sure you download the free Anchor app or you head over to anchor.fm to get started immediately. Now, let's get right up in the episode. All right. Hello, hello, family. We got Sinclair here, a.k.a. The Health Nerd. Mm. And we are True Health Forever Podcast, coming back to you with episode number two. Uh. And I am here with the hubby. Hey, I'm hubby, a.k.a. Devon Travell, creator of Black Wall Street, the board game. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, definitely want to take a, a quick moment to make sure everyone is appreciative of their life. Yes. Appreciative of the blessings they have. You're listening to this podcast on a phone, on a computer, in your car, in your home, whatever it is. So if you're listening, you are blessed and privileged to have life. So please take advantage of it. Yes. So, again, we are the True Health Forever podcast. We are here on our health journey, mm-hmm. just trying to live our best life. And we want to take you all with us. We want to take you on our journey. We want to share the knowledge, the the trials and tribulations that we <laughs> go through along this health journey. Yes, ma'am. So, this episode, um, I think it's very fitting that we start kind of our our podcast we did have our first episode where we just talked about why we wanted to do why we started true health forever why we started the podcast so if you did not catch that one i would definitely go catch that rewind go back to episode one (laughs) you don't need it to definitely get this message but it's a great great podcast um so we are going to start with how to start your health journey Uh um you know the saying uh, and i think it's very true is that starting is the hardest part you know of any journey um that's just because there's so much resistance Mm -hmm. you know when you decide you want to do something naturally your mind creates all 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 550 million excuses reasons reasons, excuses why you shouldn't do it um so we're here to tell you why you should um so yeah what let's see so we started our health journey probably i mean we kind of both had different i think starts different periods yes, ma'am. that we would consider our starts um but i'll start with mine so i would say probably maybe junior year of college is when i really started to pay attention to my health because um, that's when i really started to 2013 for those who have no idea when junior year of college was <laughs> for you that was the year of 2013 continue my queen thank you thank yes, you. um where i really started to make the correlation between what i ate and how i was feeling and that 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 was the clicker for me mm-hmm. um is that i used to have like get stomach aches like every single day <laughs> like i would eat something and then just get yeah. stomach ache. it was like a just natural thing that i just after a while just started accepting like i just i get stomach aches yeah i thought you were weird for that uh, yeah you did 
Um, but then after a while, I started to make the correlation of, well, let me try and eat a little bit healthier and see if I eat a little bit and if I, and if I uh, feel a little bit better. And that's exactly what happened. You know, I think the first step that I can remember taking was deciding to limit the amount of red meat that I ate. So instead of red uh, ground beef tacos, I would make ground turkey tacos. Which you need to season way more than ground beef tacos. <laughs> Let me add that because the first time I had turkey, I was like, nah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm it took not. a little bit of convincing. Um, but I feel like it's not, once you find something that, gives you the same amount of satisfaction or a similar amount of satisfaction but mm -hmm. it's healthier in my mind there's no reason to go back to right. the unhealthy way right. you know um so i feel like it took us a couple tries it took me a couple tries mm -hmm. to really get the seasoning method yes, down yes, yes, but it did, Queen. you got it though <laughs> you a chef now after we got there though it, it was a pretty um easy switch to make it's literally at the grocery store mm -hmm. rather than picking up this package you pick up this one um, so i may i may have missed it but why did you give up red meat? Of all the meats to start off with, mm -hmm. why did you lean into that one first? Um, I feel like that's kind of something that, I think, still my common knowledge that, like, yeah. red meat is, I mean, and of all of the meats, probably the unhealthiest for you. And I think I also experienced that. Mm -hmm. That stomach ache was a little bit worse when I would eat greasy red meat when I was eating carne asada burritos Ooh, and carne asada fries oh, and pulled pork oh, and all of the those. yeah all of the wonderful things um, <laughs> that's when I would have like really bad stomach aches mm -hmm. um, and be like what is going on so I felt like just making that correlation of okay white chicken and I mean I still had a stomach ache but it wasn't as bad today I had some delicious greasy carne asada mm. and I feel terrible gotcha. um, so I feel like that's kind of the correlation I started making in my head so when I said okay what's the first step you're going to make well I'd already known in my head you don't really feel that great after eating red meat so mm. why don't we try and limit that a little gotcha. bit so it was unique to your own body you have to be conscious of exactly. how food is affecting you personally and that's how it's going to be for everybody Yeah. I feel like wherever you notice the biggest um disparity or the biggest issues that's made probably a good place to start mm -hmm. you know what are some things that you know can help me solve this general issue and All that's right. a good place to start your journey yeah. i think i started year reference 2011 my freshman year and i think pretty sure it was that year i started giving up soda mm -hmm. or i started paying more attention to how much soda i was drinking so i used to work for mcdonald's i used to get soda big macs french fries all that stuff for free in high school sprite i was i felt like i was sponsored during sprite even though they <laughs> never knew my name so i would drink soda on the regular like it was water uh so going to college starting my athletic career and being a little bit more conscious in my health mm -hmm. i wanted to <clears throat> Just pay more attention to how much soda I was drinking. Um, apparently, there's like 40 grams of sugar in every can of soda. It's like 12 teaspoons. So, like, when you actually like think about, all right, let me put 12 teaspoons. One, two, three, four. That's a lot of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody would actually do right. that. Right. Like, if you had a glass of water, like, right. everybody, I feel like people would be like, oh, I'm not going to do that. That's too much. Right. So, it's interesting how kind of the sugar gets hidden right. within the cans. Um, and I also think about soda or like the things that I'm consuming on an economic level because I'm a money person. So, it's like if 
the average number of cans of soda that people drink per year, which I looked this up, is like 500 cans of soda. Each can of soda is like three to four dollars. Mm-hmm. That's fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars per year that you're spending on soda, which is not healthy for you. That's a trip. Yes. You can go to Jamaica. You can go to Thailand. You can go to Santa Barbara for the weekend. (laughs) Whatever you want to do. $2,000 is a significant amount of money. So the fact that the average American is spending $2,000 on something that's, I don't want to say killing them because that's dramatic, but something that's not benefiting their body, definitely, um, I think woke me up to my own health journey. You actually reminded me of, I think, the first step was before that. I also cut out soda mm-hmm. um, before college. She stayed trying to be like me, you know. <laughs> before I even met you, mm-hmm. this was. We, we were always connected to the universe. You're very right, right. Like you said, it already happened. It already right? happened. Yes. Um, so this was, I think, probably my junior year in, in high school. So that would have been 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, my New Year's resolution was to cut out soda. Mm-hmm. And I did it for, I mean, honestly, I did not. The first time I had soda after cutting it out for that New Year's resolution was the dorms at Davis. Mm. Um, and it was just so readily available. Yeah, it was yeah. in a cafeteria, free, yeah. unlimited. Yeah, yeah, so that's where I unfortunately got the habit back. <laughs> um, I mean, but to be clear, I didn't completely cut out soda. So I don't like the idea of like, I don't eat any meat ever or right. I don't drink any soda ever. Um, so like, we, when we go to the movies, I'm still drinking Sprite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, for holidays, I'm eating meat because right. my grandma is not going to cook vegetarian options. Right. So I think something that's helped us not only start the journey, but stay consistent is the fact that we haven't cut it out completely. Yeah. And I think I'm jumping the gun, so I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> You're good. Um, I, I, I think I think that's a really good point to make, though, is mm-hmm. like whenever you are, whatever that first step is, like be mindful of no, don't go. Don't go too far. Right. You don't want. You can't go from like a, an average American diet to like. Well, tomorrow I'm gonna be vegan. Raw, Raw vegan, vegan, only eating grass and nuts. Like it's not. It's I not gonna work out. Yeah, I can't do that. If yet. you're gonna make the switch <laughs> in a day, like it's just not gonna work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and not. I mean, for a multitude of reasons. Just. I mean, for one of them being, you're not gonna wake up tomorrow with all of the knowledge it uh. takes to be a healthy raw vegan right. like that's a that's a knowledge base it takes to build that takes practice to do so if you go from the standard american diet to like i'm gonna go eat vegan tomorrow like the standard american is probably like okay well i'm gonna eat like i could what are the salad mm-hmm. they're like i'm gonna eat salad for breakfast lunch and dinner like there's a whole array of other things you can be eating but like right. i feel like that's the first thing people eat the jump to is like, well, I'm just gonna eat salad. Right, with lettuce, which, with lettuce. which has very little nutrition. All right, there's right. so many other things. Can we um, take a shift to talk about barriers? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think for me, one of the biggest barriers that I continue to face mm. is my love for food. Mm. Um, I love, I'm a foodie. I always have been. Big yeah. Even like growing up, I danced like five, at least five days a week, most mm. of the time, six, um, for at least two hours a day. Yes. So I. Is dance a sport? Yes. 
podcast listeners, this is a, <laughs> a question for all you out there. Do you all consider dance a sport? Yeah. If, if you, you know, if you want to go ahead and DM us at uh, True Health Forever with the number four on Instagram, let us know, or you know, send us an email info at True Health Forever. Do you think dance is a sport? This is the next declared debate right here. Hey man, we, I'm <laughs> we go back and forth on this all the time. Sorry, good. Continue your lovely dancing story. Anyways, I was an athlete. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, you are an athlete because you still a, are a yes, dancer. I am. I am an athlete. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I was dancing a, a lot throughout the weekend, getting my exercise in. So it yes, really, ma'am. I really could eat whatever I wanted, mm. and I did. Um, <laughs> my family always said, like, you know, I feel like a lot of my family were bigger boned, mm-hmm. so they were like, "You're so lucky that you do what you do when you dance. Like, otherwise, you would look a lot different. Mm-hmm. Like, you would be much bigger. You would probably have a lot more health issues." Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I was like, "Yeah, okay." Well, <laughs> well I got dancing an hour, so I'm gonna eat this. Whatever I'm eating. Um, But that has always been a struggle for me. So without having the right mindset, when I went to college, that freshman 15 turned Mm. into like freshman 2025 because Uh. I still had the same mindset. of What are you talking about? I can eat whatever I want. But now I definitely was not going to the gym six days a week for Mm. two hours. Um, So I feel like my body had a wake-up call of Mm. like I'm still consuming probably the same if not more calories because right. of the the um the dc the dining the commons, dining commons all you can eat every me. meal yeah oh, it was so great um but then not working out so um that's just an example of like i've always had the mentality of like eating whatever i wanted right. so that has been the biggest switch to make of you cannot just eat whatever you want all the time right. you know i think uh so the freshman 15 i think is a common experience yeah, with people. Yeah. I think another common experience that doesn't have a name is the adulting twenty. Right. When you Speak graduate <laughs> right when you graduate from college and you no longer have access to that gym or you're not walking to classes, biking to classes and you're just driving to and from work. Right. Sometimes in traffic for an hour. So it's like you gain twenty to thirty pounds now that you're a quote unquote adult professional. Right. Um so I think it's just kind of the same thing. Yeah. Like I feel like you just have different stages in your life where you go through like this wake up call. Right. Your your your. I'm sure parenting is going to be another yeah, one. Yeah, your daily routine mm. drastically changes. Mm, and I daily feel like, routine. Yes. There you go. Um. You so right. You go from like you're in high school. You mm. you don't really even have a say in what your day looks like. You have to mm. go to school and you you make it to choose whatever your after school activity right. I is. I missed a few times. To be honest with y'all. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> um. But your your routine is laid out for you. Then you go to college. You have a little bit more freedom there. Mm. Um. You still have to go to your classes, but what if whatever you do with the rest of the day is up to you. Mm. Then you get the way. I didn't go call. to some of my class. To be honest. <laughs> I was slacking. Hey, hey, I've. Just know I've turned a new leaf. I'm a new person now. <laughs> True hell forever. Okay, I lived it, but now I'm on the other side. There you go. There you go. Um, and then you get one more, not one more, one additional, you know, uh, um, wake up call when you graduate. And like you said, now you have this nine to five right. or whatever type of schedule you have, but that's very different than college. Right. So you have to completely adapt to that. And that is, depending on what type of job you have, can be detrimental for you because right. if you have a very sedentary lifestyle where you're behind the desk for eight hours, um, and now you're not going to the gym, you're getting very little movement in your right. body. And yeah, if you're not changing the way you're eating, if you're gonna, if you keep the same type of diet, right. you're only gonna pack on the pounds, um, which I mean comes with many other health, you know, health uh, issues. Right. Um, and I think like weight isn't always directly correlated to your health. Like every time I go to the doctor, they always say I'm obese and I need to lose weight, like no matter what. Right. 
because I've always been I don't big boned, heavy set, whatever you call it. But I feel like I've always been around like one eighty to two twenty is like my my range. Two twenty mm-hmm. was on the the heavier side after freshman year, and that was. I thought I was probably the healthiest I was when I was at right. 220 because I was playing football. I was lifting weights on a consistent basis. Um, so, you know, if, if, if you weigh 220, 230, you can still be healthy and be proud of who you are. You don't need to lose a whole bunch of weight per se. But you want to look at your LDL levels, your HDL levels, mm-hmm. your blood sugar levels. I don't know what those acronyms <laughs> stand for. Not what they stand for. But. I don't know what they stand for. But LDL and HDL are like your cholesterol levels mm-hmm. within your blood. So if you have high uh, LDLs, then you need to look into what type of fats you're putting into your body, Mm -hmm. how much fried foods Mm -hmm. you're eating, how much saturated fat versus unsaturated fat, Mm -hmm. those things. So I think weight always is like the easy metric, especially for doctors to come in. All right, how much do you weigh? But take a deeper dive. And I did this for the first time ever. I think, what, two months ago I went to the doctors. Yeah. I really don't mess with the doctors like that, y'all. But uh, two months ago, because of my beautiful wife told me to, mm-hmm. I went in, I got my LDL levels, my HDL levels, and they were all really good, except for LDLs because yeah. I love french fries. Um, so <laughs> I would highly encourage y'all, if you can go in, if you have the, the good insurance, we can go in for free and get your checkup. You might as well get your blood work. Um, but I think a barrier for me in giving up soda or starting my health journey was I feel like the people around me weren't necessarily going through the exact mm-hmm. same journey. And eating and food is very social for me. Right, right. Like, I go to the movie theater. I need my soda. You need your popcorn. Mm-hmm. I need my candy. It's like a cue. Right. It's like a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a cue. When I do certain things or when I'm around certain people, you know, if I go to a family barbecue, I'm eating a double cheeseburger, some macaroni and cheese, some stuffing, some hot links, like, because that's just what it is. Right. Um, so I think a biggest struggle for me was trying to find ways that I can still be with my folks, still socialize with my folks, still have fun, but be conscious of what I'm putting into my body mm-hmm. during those times mm-hmm. and take those moments to educate those around me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Devon, how come you're not drinking this soda? Why are you drinking water? Oh, I'm drinking water because I'm trying not to get type 2 diabetes. <laughs> Thank you, cousin. Right. <laughs> or, oh, Devon, you must know. If you must know. <laughs> oh, Devon, how come you're not eating pork uh, and beef ribs anymore? Oh, well, Grandy, I gave up pork because I'm trying to make sure da-da-da-da-da. And I actually got Grandy. This is my grandma who partially raised me, by the way, folks. Uh, I got her to give up pork for two months and then she got back to it because I moved out the house but those two months she Mm -hmm. said she was feeling good she Mm -hmm. was moving good she was drinking tea with turmeric in it so I think you starting your own health journey and being brave enough to share your experience and your knowledge with your family with your friends could influence other people to also make that switch which will then make that barrier I think lower you know right. if more people around me are health conscious like my wife it makes it easier for me to make health conscious decisions I feel like we have had so many people around us mm-hmm. that I don't know we can't directly correlate you know that that our uh, journey has has you know directly led to their journey but i feel like it's only natural that the people you hang out with if they're going on this journey Mm. and they're sharing that knowledge and you are you are you because you hang out with them you get to see the benefits you get to see like they're happy they're living their lives they are thriving naturally you're going to be curious and want to want to want to try it right right? and then like i said starting is the hardest part as soon as you try it you're going to get on your own rhythm you're Mm going to get on your own you know see your own benefits and you're going to want to keep going so i feel like hopefully even if you are 
the only person in your family or in your little group that is starting this journey. Hopefully, it's only temporary that you are the only person. Um, it, may, it may take a lot, of, uh, you know, a while for people to jump on, but um, you know, I think we've both seen that people will grab. Mm-hmm. You know, even my family, my my mom and dad. You know, I feel like I. I've tried to, you know, I, I I tell them all these things that I that I do. I know that not everything's going to stick. Right. I, I know that. Um, but the fact that I bought what my mom a juicer for for Christmas nice. or her birthday something last week uh, last year, um, and she loves juicing and she makes juices for the whole family. Nice. She'll make them for you know my dad for her, and then when we go. When we go, she's like, oh, you want to juice? You know, that yeah. makes me feel good because I'm like, she wasn't juicing before and now she is. Nice. Um, so you did that. You queen. know, and I don't, you I don't even <laughs> need the credit like that. But it just feels good to know that they that that they're one step, you know, closer to being right. healthier beings. Um, so that is good to know. Yeah. It's good. to. I saw a Nipsey quote, R.I.P. the great Nipsey hustle. I saw a Nipsey quote that said, if you look in your circle mm-hmm. and you're not inspired, you don't have a circle, you have a cage. Ooh, deep. That was fire to me. I was like, wow, that whole quote just changed my life. Yeah. So I think it's important that if you look again, if you're looking in your circle and you don't feel inspired, or more importantly, if you think you're that person in the circle that's not inspirational, that's mm-hmm. not motivating the people around you, take a second to think, all right, how can I today motivate someone who's in my circle, who's right. in my family? Whether that's health, whether that's business, whether that's just saying you look good today, whether that's giving someone a hug, how can you motivate or inspire someone that you love or care about? I have another one that uh, kind of goes along the same theme, which is this, you are the sum of the five people you hang mm-hmm. out with most. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that really just makes you take a step back and look at who am I hanging out right. with? Who are my people? Who, what are they doing? You know, what, what, what are, what are their inspirations? What are they trying to do with their life? And, you know, if it's, if it's positive, then great feed off of that. Share right. ideas, you know, bounce off of each other, grow together. If it's not, mm. if you don't, if they're not doing good things, if they are, if they are not benefiting your life, if they are like a leech for your energy right. rather than a giver of energy. It ain't nothing to cut that friend off. Hey, hey. it ain't nothing to hey. cut that friend cut off. Them off. Hey. Hey. I mean, and and not like in a like a mean way, but just yeah. like you for yourself, right. you need to know like that if you were hanging it down with someone who was taking you down, mm-hmm. you got to do what's best for yeah, yourself. Yeah, I've already done that. Some folks like yeah. there's people where it's like every time I hang out with them or I reach out, there's nothing but negativity that yeah. comes out. And like that's messed up with my frequency. Right. That messes with my vibe. So if you're not on the the positive tip, if you're not trying to inspire me, I'm not gonna necessarily cut you off, but I may not reach out to you as much as I reach out to other people who I think are adding to my fire right and it doesn't even have to be like health like hmm. doesn't need to be you don't have to follow the same diet it's no. just like I don't, we don't care about that yeah, but I, know like, right. <laughs> I, I know carnivores still right i know carnivores that's cool i don't discriminate <laughs> but it's just like are you trying to do something positive with your life like yeah. that's really it you know and yeah. Um, yeah. yeah all right so final shift can we talk about suggestions moving forward yep Yep. Okay. Uh, would you like to, to kick us off, Queen, or would you like me to start? You have one. Go ahead. Okay. So my suggestion moving forward is two. Hey, we appreciate you for listening to episode two. Stay tuned, and part two of Starting Your Health Journey will start right after this. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Follow us on Instagram. If you didn't like the show, you know what to do. <laughs> Peace.